Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Why, like, at this point, it's like, oh, my God, it's real footage. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's like that stupid. You know, you, I mean, you know how the game is, but it's, uh, it was, no, it was fun and whatever. So. Yeah. Stars. Right? Um. I look like the John Ham's NWO version. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna check it <laughs> out. I did my hair. I, I want to like, watch it. Now. Oh, hey, yeah. did you guys? Uh, I, I sent you that group text, right, dude? They pulled 20 cc's out of my elbow. Jesus, so this, this is what we're doing. 20. You calling the yeah. shots now, A Rod? No, you, know, no. you, know, you want to be number one? Absolutely not. No, I told you I work for you on the text. Well, I made it running, public. You're running the show, I huh? We're recording, right? This last, has all been recording. Last yeah, week. Last, wow. last week, I uh-huh. sent everybody yeah. a group oh, text. Somebody wants to be the big guy. No. Huh? You, you want the big boy you know, pants, I huh? I always get myself into this issue. Yeah, and, and it must be just another pretty face thing, huh, pretty boy? This is why. Smiling, wearing a leather jacket. But I'm crying on jeans. But this is why I made. I sent a group text out and said, "I'm Kevin Kylie Jr. I work under the boss." Remember that? Yeah. I said that. Uh-huh. Okay, I was making sure. Right. So you guys, your little soiree you were just having right now with the guys. You guys just I was talking it up. I was, just you just know, filling. Just I took it upon yourself. Just for you. I knew you had to get a coffee or whatever you, you were doing. No, I was working, son. I was on. <laughs> I noticed you turned the TV off. I didn't. Turn, that TV is always on. You saw me on there and turned it off. Like I, he's running late. I just would go. Never do that. No, I, look, look. The I, sound guy's laughing because he knows you told him. I pause when I'm at home. Nice. This is a coup. <laughs> this is a f- coup. <laughs> I pause and I hit record. You're, you're going to have to take it from me. Ain't gonna be no knives in <laughs> no, the back. I, I you're going to have to look me in the eye. After I, what you have done for it. me, I'd never do that. Yeah. I'm totally here for the coup. <laughs> yeah. Well, shame on you, EC3. Matter of fact, as soon as I get on my app, I'm canceling. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. No, continue. Right. Carry on. So Aaron was telling you about the... the 20 pounds of crap that was being taken out of his elbow. Please continue, kid. You're the you're the media guy. I I, I would just like to say, where the f- was this when Austin Idol was on? Would have loved. <laughs> I, know, well, <laughs> well, right, I, was, I was just making my way back into the world, and okay. as you said, I was, cow- I was cowardice. Yeah, I was you, being cowardice. You know, you were right. the horse in the a, barn. You that, had been there too long. That's yeah. right. I never forget it. Yeah, we opened the door, and you wouldn't run. Come on out of the just barn, Kylie. Come on. Yeah. Riley. Yeah. Well, EC three, I apologize. Uh, you know, for this, you being caught up in this insurrection. But this is just what I have to deal with. This is every day, every day in my life. Everyone's taking need, a shot. I just need to know if we're we're recording now, right? We've been recording from jump. Yeah, yeah. It's the wise men. Okay, there we go. This whole thing's recorded. Like the well, that I, way, I have evidence. I think. Like the coup needs to actually like get like televised though, so that's why yeah. I sent that text. Like, remember Red Eye? Of course you do. You know your gut feels number two. You remember Red Eye? Like, Fox Nation needs something like this. Four dudes, you know, some skits, some ha ha, yeah, some sketches, deep talks. Yeah, like 
You like that, A. Rye? Does that work for you? <laughs> I'm grateful for everything. To Trevor, be honest. Trevor, yeah, Trevor. You know me. Well, you got, you're you're part bloodhound, Trevor. You smell a coup. I I think I smell a plot, Trevor. Uh, hey, this is what you get for man. showing up early to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah who does that? <laughs> who does that? Anymore? I'm a team player, man. I'm I'm, I'm all for everybody. Okay, so we'll be I'm on Team Cyrus know. right now and tell me you smell. There's some stuff going on here. Because Aaron goes well, with whomever. Know, Aaron just goes all, with whomever. We all want to be number one at one yeah, point. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, though. I don't. Yeah. A solid number two for <laughs> me would be okay right yeah, now. Just unbelievable. Or three. Unbelievable. Or three. You know, this is the wrestling business. <laughs> you know, this is why guys wrestle on one leg. Right, you know, because right. there's an A Rye waiting in the wings. He's got to <laughs> send you a get well soon card, but then steal no. your spot in the main event. No, now, yeah. I just want to sing and yeah. dance. A I dedicate bit. this match <laughs> to Tyrus. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah, enough I, I said. I want to yeah. throw a, 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 a drop kick, get body I feel slant. like Anchorman right now. Seriously, we can start the show now. Like, this is. Oh. So, I mean, what a week for wrestling, huh? Looks, I don't know. Yeah, it's I don't know. Anyone, anyone see anything? I don't know. I didn't. Jeff, let me guess. He hit somebody with a guitar. Yeah. I mean, yeah. does he send Honky Tonk Man $3 every yeah. time he hits somebody with a guitar? <laughs> Like no no no. So who was the best with the guitar? It has to be Honky Tonk, right? Well, Let's have a debate. Jarrett with the guitar, who we've never seen play, uh-huh. or the Honky Tonk Man, and everybody knows Shake Rattle and Roll. Uh, first off, Honky Tonk Man seems like a landslide vote, but right. there is part of me for some reason two thousand WCW Jeff Jarrett, where the guitar said slap nuts on it, and yep. I never knew what that meant. No one kind does. We still don't. Yeah. I, we don't. I assume don't it's know. provocative. <laughs> I, I thought I may have hit that, like, with a guitar. I, I think you have. Yeah, I think I did. I'm pretty sure you did. Yeah. I, I thought he looked good last night, though. For his, I don't know how old he is. Well, you think but, everyone looks good. <laughs> well, for with from where <laughs> I'm. <I'm talking>. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I literally okay. could gain 400 pounds. <laughs> That's bullshit. Back in here wearing a medium shirt, and you'd be like, "Hey, the shirt looks good on you, bro." That's not because that's what I'm not that that's positive. What schemers do that you schemers? That's not you ske- I know a schemer when I I'm see one. I'm doing a charity event, okay, on December eighth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's you've what already. We're doing. Yeah, and you, you. <laughs> that's where who's we're, doing that's it with where you. You are. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where we're you starting. Need some alligator arms and those tags, Briss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you. no, no, you're the star. Go. I heard Go you were sent out there to protect me. Yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> yeah, Ask right. EC3 how good I was at that. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. See, now I have to become your number two to eventually Brutus you. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. 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 Just, uh, he's Irish. I made it very clear. I said, I'll work under the boss yeah. in the text. Yeah. I made it very clear. I didn't get the text. So I left did. my phone. Thank you, by the way, Dylan. <laughs> Thank you. I was doing, the wor- I was doing world news with... Kilmead and Martha it was right. some serious stuff talking about election stuff. You know, it was just yeah. knocking that, it out of the park. Know, I will I'll have never, to admit, I'll brother, you are all over the place right now, man. Good for you, dude. Like, it's, you know what you I, can't turn on Fox out seeing you. When I realized Tyrus made it, I was, uh, I flip on the TV. It's, you know, the five, but they had like, you know, most of the people were doing something. It was like a, a weekend thing. And then, you know, you see the assistant to the president of the United States. Uh, I forget her name. Kellyanne Conway. Yes, of course. Kellyanne Conway is talking about something. And then it just pans over. And next to the assistant, like to the president of the United States of America, is Tyrus. And I'm like, I just huge pop and then subtle nod of this is awesome. Yeah, she's one of the nicest people in the world. 
Like I, I like that even when she insults you, you feel encouraged by it. Like she has a she has that soft voice to where she's basically calling you a loser. But like <laughs> it's such a happy response that you're like, wow, she just called me. Like when I see her destroy other people in debates, like it's always very like, wow, it's a very soothing. Like I wish I had the ability to just say something soothing, but still like on the car ride home, you realize you just got wrecked on national TV. Yeah. Luckily, I've yeah, I've never been in her crosshairs, but yeah, she's one of the she's one of the nicest people. Uh, always hey, happy, stoo- always happy to see her. Could you stew just off on who's a real jerk? <laughs> who's a real jerk? Who's like who's just like, like, you know, like I mean, you can't say me because I'm in the group. Yeah. Well, I mean, like in the in the the grand political scheme that you know you rub. Oh, rub like somebody I met who I was like, yeah, I didn't want to meet this dude. Like, um, like you meet. He was, uh, I already forgot him. That tells you how much he resonated. He was, yeah. uh, well, for one, he had, when when they sh- when we shook hands, he had sweaty hands. Gross. Uh, and yeah. and he went early with this. Oh, no. So he only caught my fingers. So I immediately was like, instant alpha, f- this guy. Can't yeah. shake hands. So I'm like, I'm already off. Like, we're off to a really bad start. Because, yeah. you know. Wrestlers were sensitive to the handshake. And I, I one thing, and everyone here will attest to it. Does anyone here like the I'm a worker handshake? So I, that's a good. Oh, no. I, no. Opened, I'm done with it. I won't yep. do it. No, nope, uh, I refuse. I absolutely refuse. Right. It's no. confusing yes. for sure. The, yeah. no. the only people that do it are kind of low level independent guys or people that think they're long term veterans, but they never left their town. Too. Yeah, that's exactly who okay. Guys wet, like. wet paper towel handshake, I right? Call it. Yeah, because I'm a worker. Dude, bro. When I broke in, though, like in '98, I like here, here's the thing, and I had to like really, like to this day, I have to think about it. Like when you go to shake someone's hand, that's how I was trained to by everybody at Wall Street, right? And like right. that old school kind of, you know, my first dark match with WWF at the time. Like when I you shook Gurria's hand, that was the like, oh, okay, you know how to work. You know what I mean? Like it was literally like a secret handshake. That's how it developed. But then as society developed, we realized, like, yeah, that is pretty kind of asinine. We're going to go back to shaking hands, but I still have like that in my brain, that instinct to go for the worker handshake. How about time. how about but when now, you- wait a minute? Gurria thought you were like working, but like I would see guys every once in a while shake Harley's hand like that, and the look on his face of disgust and what a yep. f- this guy was <laughs> like. He would he would look over at me and he'd be like, "Are you f- kidding me?" And <laughs> like that was like he he was all yeah. about you shake a man's hand like a yeah. grown-ass man you know what i mean yeah dusty Nothing, wasn't yeah. about the little gimmick shake yeah 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 mm-hmm. so it has to be a i don't know is it a re like an area thing like we go back i was gonna to say EC3 like a northeast i think i think right, ic3 right. hit it on the head i feel like it's real prevalent in parts of georgia <laughs> i think it's big <laughs> in georgia yeah like georgia Soft, championship wrestling little- how about when you accidentally and truthfully accidentally do not shake somebody's hand Right? You, you either I do or you don't. Yeah, but no, I mean, no accident. But, yeah, well, but there, but there, but there is though. How is it? You're a new kid in the building. You're walking around. There's a there's 10, 15, 20, 30 of the biggest stars in the world in professional wrestling. All these people that you've looked up to. They're talking over matches. They're going through this, and it's do I shake their hand or not? Do I interrupt them? No, while you don't they're interrupt working? to do they it. Do okay. not care. Yeah, you don't. Okay. They, they do yeah, not yeah. Care. I have never been like, hey, that's. 
I didn't shake my hand. Right, right. But then again, I never, you know, I had, I, right. I wasn't. I always was caught I in was that. I was more sp- than that. Right. I was always I was never caught, that, in that caught up space, in that space, though, yeah. a little bit. Because I, I was very, a little introverted and I didn't know when. And then a couple times I didn't and I heard about it. So, you and should, it was, well, yeah, he, here's the I thing. feel like that's a situation like some vets use to pick on guys. Because okay. I'm like, or to tyrants. get the heat off them. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, I don't give a yeah, my match sucked my last night, but uh, this new guy didn't shake hands. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> like, cheap, yeah. like a cheap pop to get heat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. to get over. Taker's going to love this. Taker's going to love me again. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's not. He's, right. he's really it's not. Lame. Yeah. I think I've been in that same situation, Kevin. Right? You know what I mean? It's Where a real it's situation like, in wrestling. You know what I mean? Because yes. it happened to me one time. I was cr- somebody told on me for not doing it when I first got told there. On you. They did when I first hated you. When I, when I people hate I don't so know much. when yeah. I first got the probably because I'm talking like I this about told being told on. Him. on. <laughs> I might have told on him, but I was, and I got there, and I got I was hypersensitive, and it crushed me. I was like, Jesus, I didn't mean to not change. His it. his mistake was, yeah. uh, and and this is I don't I don't even want to call it a mistake. All good looking Jack. No, I, I think it was that he came from a football background who went to Boston College, strive for excellence, and he assumed when he showed up to WWE that everyone was a professional athlete of the highest level. So he wanted to give all this respect like you would in an NFL locker room or an NBA locker room, and then not realizing that he was in FCW where it was the minor leagues and a lot of those guys would see someone like him come in, automatically be threatened, and will try to do anything to make it look like he doesn't fit in because they are worried about competing with you. I, I think, to be fair, though, I don't think, as I've, as I've looked back on this, I don't think they were wrong. Because I did, and truth be told, I was hired with, with little to no experience. And I was and I was watching on TV and I was hired and I was there and I was put around guys that had been doing it for a very long time and knew things. And, and it, it was, a, you know, it, it's a tough psychological place to to work through. Uh, but I don't think they were wrong. You know what I mean? Looking at who's this kid who's hired and doesn't know, you know, an arm drag and this and that. Uh, but yeah, the, I br- didn't know bridging- any of that when I came you in. Did? Okay. I didn't know none of that. <laughs> the only thing I, I, you know what I did know? Yeah. You with me, I'm a with you back. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not, you're not initiating me. I'm not holding your bag. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not doing none <laughs> of that. I'm a grown-ass man first. We'll be back with much more after this. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. There's a difference between a guy comes in and you have a reason not to like him. Because we've had plenty of those guys who came in and they had like eight by tens of themselves and they were... The king of, oh, yeah. of their small town somewhere, those and like they, you can't work with them because they know everything. Yeah, and when they make mistakes, they we don't own it. Do you, that's room. way different than a guy coming in going, "Hey, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I don't know much, guys, but I'm excited to learn, yeah. and I'm really honored to be with you." And yeah. then you treat that guy like, Shit. "No, that's about you." That has nothing yep. to do with the new guy. That is about you and your ability that you don't believe in yourself enough that I want to compete against the best guys. Right. If I'm competing yep. against EC3 and Aaron and Trevor and they're beating me, 
I'll look at me in the mirror. I'm not going to blame them. Like, what do I need to do? Right. What am I not doing? So you know what? Maybe I'll stay at practice next two hours. Or maybe I'll go to Rob. Like, how do I how do I cut this or work on this footwork or something like that? Yeah. Or I'll go watch 19 hours of sure. of wrestling. Yep. Because and, that's me. I'm not going to be like, well, they're picking EC3 because he has perfect abs and and his hair right. can be long or short and still look good. I hate him. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I think too. Like uh, from an athletic point, you're it's ingrained in you that they tell you what to do. You know what I mean? In, in sports, you have a coach and they tell you what to do. And and I thought Doctor Tom was so brilliant in in this when he came to me. And he goes, Kevin, we we really can't tell you how to, or Alex, we really can't tell you how to do this. You know what I mean? You have to come yeah, up no, with you your own it out, creative yeah. thoughts. You know what I mean? You got to come up with a character. You got to come up with your own creative thoughts. And when he told me that, it kind of turned a light on for me. And I because and you can't I kinda play got wrestler, it. right? Yeah, and well, I, yes. I, str- I yeah. struggled that in the beginning because I wanted to do the things of all my the guys that I looked up to, right? Like Orndorff right. and sure. Hercules and Big John Stud and, and and Andre and Bundy. And there were certain things the bigger guys that do, but I could do some of the things that Orndorff could do. And I remember, um, or some of the things like I like to do the flying lariat, like Barry Windham was one of my favorite moves. And I remember Bill saying, "Listen, stop playing wrestler. Quit yeah. doing things that the guys you watched." Because you need to look and be like, where do I fit in? What is my mode? What what do I add to the card? Right. Because you doing a bunch of like you need to yeah. put your stuff together, you know. And and Arn was like, we're gonna roll around the ring and you're gonna get five things that you do that nobody else does. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta yeah. find you gotta find this. Or as he used to tell me, like how many shirts did we have to change to figure your out? You know. Right. And when you stop playing wrestler. Um, it becomes a lot easier, Mister Wonderful. I think he probably rest, he's probably said it best. You don't know shit till you've had a hundred matches in front of people. Yeah, like you don't know, shit, so don't bother. Don't add nothing to it. Mm. Like until you've been in front of a hundred, a hundred matches in front of a crowd, that's when you can start telling me. Shit. And you and then like that was, and for a lot of guys don't want to hear that, you know. But that's honestly what it is. The more you work, the more mistakes you make out there, the more you grow. I mean. Because Arn used to say, and I always thought this was great. He doesn't mind you can make a mistake; you just can't make it twice. Yeah. And in wrestling, that's yeah. You you can make you can you can make one mistake. You can make ten mistakes, but they can't be two of the same. Because once you make, that means you don't learn. You haven't figured it out, and you're a hindrance to everybody else. And that's as as cold and yeah. as straight as a line as it gets. If you can't, if you make the same mistake continuously, you can't grow. You can't climb the ladder, and you're destined to be a, an enhancement guy or be out the business in two years. And that's yep. fair. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're 100%, man. It's uh, it's funny you bring up Arn's name and making mistakes. And uh, he, uh, one time, my early, early with WWE, uh, Arn was big on psychology, fellas. And you guys know the abdominal stretch. Love it, uh, man. What a hold. Grab it. Right? Yep. Lap that belly. And, and <laughs> legitimately, gentlemen, if we have somebody in an abdominal stretch, they're not going to have the strength and the power to hip toss. Right. You out of that. If right. we're being, they, if we're working that legitimacy. Wait, wait. Are you sure? But if they shake their hand enough, <laughs> the it's, behind them. I always thought it was. I always thought it was calf to hamstring strength. Because if he didn't right. hook the leg, if you don't hook your foot behind the calf, you're not going to keep him like that. Uh-huh. You got to get well, the foot behind the calf. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yes, that is Arn true. was very big on soon. not taking that hip toss, and and we're working with Arn before the show, you know. And he told me he's like Trevor, if you ever let somebody hip toss you out of this. You're a dumbass. Well, not to mention, sure not to mention your size too. Yeah. Right. 
Well, that night I go to wrestle an individual. I won't name any names. Hurricane. Um, and he put me in, uh, I put him in the abdominal stretch, which is a great, you guys forgot for the, the size wise. It's it looks great. good. It's one of the best holds because they see everyone's it. face. They see the body language. Yep. Like he can sell, he can work it. Yes. You can, you can you reach can over. Cade can, can grab it. Yeah, there's a million things. Yeah, you like can a do rubber band. Well, he's, he's yelling at me. Let me hip toss you. Let me nope. hip toss you. <laughs> and, and I've got Arn in my head just, you're right. a dumbass if you let somebody. Let me hip. And I know. No, and he's getting madder and madder. Like, guys, we're talking. I'm with the company like two months, maybe. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I end up throwing him down, just booting him in the face and going on with the match. Yeah, and that's just like that's a serious political position you just you're put in right there, right? Right. I mean, when yeah, you're that's I, have, I mean, that is it right there. You know, well, you, what I, do you do? Either I want Hurricane mad at me or right. I want Arn mad at right. me. I'm going to go ahead and pick I'd Hurricane. I go with Hurricane, even though Hurricane yeah, is, is one of the greatest agents out there right now. He yeah. no, really knows his Did you talk about does, that? Yeah. Did you talk about that after the fact? Like, you get well, back and he's hot as, about it? As, as I come through the curtain, Lance and I come through the curtain, Hurricane comes through and he starts yelling at me in front of all the boys. Like, where they're all right there by the TV and everything. Who the f*** do you think you are? I've been in this business 15 years. You don't f- tell me what to do. When I tell you to do something, you can f- do it. And I just started yelling, Arn Anderson told me not to let yeah. anybody hip toss me, mother I'm not letting a f- do it. Wow. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, that conversation. Yeah, yeah friends I for was, life. <laughs> bro, he's, yeah, he still doesn't like me. Yeah. About that time, Arn come around the corner, you know, and, and heard what I was yelling and, you know, God damn hurricane, that's what told the boy. God leave him the alone. Arn, I, you know, and he just proceeded to try to, you know, really make me look bad because I wanted to do what I was yeah, told to do. To do Yes. Yeah, because you would have took the, you, yeah, you would have took the, here's what happened. You would have took the hip toss and then you would have gotten the back. And when Arn says, why the f-? and then when you looked at Hurricane Hurricane, like, yeah, you shouldn't have done it. Right. That's exactly yep. what would have yeah. happened. Right. So, yeah. So you're not going to be able to go to Denny's with Hurricane, but, <laughs> right. but you are going to get booked next week by Arn. So, yeah. you know, you got to, you know, where I gained a lot of respect from because Arn. I used to you love the I mean? abdominal <laughs> stretch. And when I was tagging with Tavita and I believe uh, EC3 ended up with this a couple of times, Norman showed me the way to do it where you have the guy on his knee. So it would oh, be down. Yeah. So I used to do it on the ground like that, you know, and, and um, I would hold the guy and it was, it was almost like a finish. You had him locked in and he, he can't hip toss you out of it, but you're pulling, you're pulling and, and then you can, you still do the same cheat thing where you reach back and have Tavita. And that's always how we got caught as they would see. Uh, Tavita grabbed my hand and the ref would kick it and I'd let go because I'm sitting there with a guy with a abdominal stretch in the middle of the ring and Norman's like he shouldn't get out because one Especially I'm always made sure I always made sure my foot was behind the calf because once it's behind the calf that's a that's a wrap Aaron will tell you if that if that if you don't get it behind the calf you can't get him out and then that will eliminate that's, that's how you counter the handshaking EC3 you got to hook the calf that's the only way <laughs> yeah you know way, man. yeah. Yep, but it's a lost yep. art. It's a lot. You see it now, guys hook it, and it's the same thing. That's why they get hip tossed over. You know, guys are just I, stronger now than they were. You know, back in the day. <laughs> I never, I never see a hip or excuse me, an ab stretch on television. Not that I watch it, but I can't think of the last time I saw it. Television. And there's so many variations of it. There's also it's, one it's that you great... can hook it. You can hook it and take a bump with him, and he's locked in. He can't go anywhere. Dude, there's so like, there's, there's a sitting one. Yeah, I used to use the sitting, sitting one all the time. A kneeling one, there's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, 
the actually it's it's my favorite hole is the heel to use. Um by far. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's and I so think one great. time we did it to where you couldn't get it. And you were so yeah. frustrated because I was too big and you couldn't hook me in there. You went for it, yeah. you went for it, and you just couldn't get and you threw a fit and we blew a comeback out of it. Like everything yeah. was going his way, and he went to hook yeah. an abdominal stretch and he I couldn't could. get his leg around me, so he threw a tantrum. <laughs> and then yeah. and then yeah. fed for a big yeah. clothesline and we went home out of it. But like you know, like we we he was That's hey, called working, boys. Hey, I'm gonna put you in an abdominal yeah. stretch. And yeah. he was like, That's You magic. big son of a you don't fit. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, because you know what? I was today, uh, I got the, the Peacock app because of all the wrestling footage is on there. All the WCW, WWE stuff is on there. Uh, old school stuff. WWF stuff. It's great uh, for young guys to watch. Well, yeah. and us old guys yeah. too. So I was in the middle of watching, um, I was watching Doom against the Steiners today while I was on the bike. And um, for the tag team championships and Doom went over. At one point in the match, Steiner had shot uh, Ron Simmons off, and I guess the call was a backdrop. But they had a miscommunication, so uh, Ron went for uh, a shoulder uh, tackle, and he went for a backdrop, so it ended up looking like a side hip roll. It looked, it didn't look good, right? But it, he ended up taking the bump, kind of. He went off to the side, not like a full, like a, and the two of them in there doubling up. And it was to where anyone who was watching would have been, what just happened there, but he clearly hooked his leg and took him over. It wasn't pretty, but it was effective. It stopped him or whatever. They went right back to it. And yeah. as a, yeah, see, see the reaction and they're down. He picked him. Ron picks him up, drives his head to the mat, gets up and goes, hits the ropes again for him to give the backdrop to do the double down to make the tag. And I'm like, see, even, and, and Ron Simmons is one of the, he is one of the most physically Gifted, one of the greatest wrestlers of of all time. I mean, hand, forget the damn part. He was over before damn. Yeah, and, way uh, over. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. and I and I can remember going through the roof when he when he won the world heavyweight championship. Power but, slam Vader. Yeah, power slam Vader, and the place yeah. went nuts. But but even at that moment, you're like the guy. They're still learning. Like they the Steiners were as hot as fish grease. I mean, they were just on fire. Doom was like the most hated team. And you still had the Road Warriors in there, Midnight Express, and all these guys. These guys get over in there. Over tag teams. Yeah, over I mean, guys. just over. The Freebirds, uh, you know, uh, Rock and Roll Express was still doing their thing. Um, Can we pause for a minute at that at that era, how over everybody was? Everybody oh was God. over. Because everybody. everybody knew how to work. But right. then you see the guys coming up when they're not in the ring with the Midnight Expresses, the Rock and Roll Expresses, the Freebirds, how spots happen and they panic and you see the greenness. And those, these are guys, they're wrestling for the Tag Team Championship. Now, Doom went on to win the Tag Team Championship that night, but then I was like, I can remember being in that same situation where a mistake was made and your first response is, we got to do it again. And then yep. once you realize, nope, not going to happen. Yes. Like, yeah. eh, you know what? You hit me in the hip. We took it over. We're both down. Let's make the tag. Or I'll slam you as they watch the splash and move. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But we're not going back. It's and there's usually a, what the f*** was that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, fighting with Trevor, I don't think, we just end up going somewhere else. We just end up in a fight. Yeah. You know, and you like, and it much, and the same thing with Aaron and, and EC3, every time we would get into fights and have matches and stuff, very rarely was anything like significantly called other than like a finish, you know, because it was no. just like, let's just play because that's what it is. Yeah. When you get out there and you compete and it's, and you're just 
enjoying the moment of the battle. It's like everything is simulated. Even when you're, and usually it's your friends that hit you the worst. You know what I'm saying? Like you get tatered by someone you don't know. They're like, oh, you know, but when your boy hits you, like crack, whoops, well, yeah. that's what you get. Here's on me tonight. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. my bad. A whole lot of laughs. Yeah, you got oh, 31 oh, more yeah. of them, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know, Tavita drop kicked me in the face, and I watched my tooth fly out of NXT, <laughs> and I just thought, oh man, he's, he's my boy. You know, but that's just that's, that's, just, that's just part of it. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. The real, real fact, like fast. The act of calling it out there, and we have so much fun when we do it. We love to do it. It feels great. It's creating art on the fly. We know where we're going. We actually have fun. When I do things with uh, younger guys, like seminars and tryouts and stuff like that, having them call it out there and telling them, like, what would you think? How was that? They're like, that was so much fun. I love doing that. Then they go on the show with all their rehearsed, you know, nonsensical bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just don't understand why people can't, go with that intuition and do that so that 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 takes a real long time though i mean just speaking from from where i started i I was they were trying to that takes so you got to be a real real pro to do that how to read a roadmap no 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 you got to be able to read a roadmap (laughs) because you got to know where you're going okay if you know where you're going doesn't but matter. I remember. I remember when right. I first got there, and they yeah. said one day you'll be able to do that. And I said, "There's no way." I said, "That's impossible." I said, "I need uh-huh. to." I and need that's to... why no one will remember your name. <laughs> I said, "I told Doctor Tom. <laughs> I told Doctor Tom. This is true. This is true, man. I told Doctor Tom for my first match. I had my first match. He told me a week in advance. I said, "I need to be ready, please. I can make this amazing." And it was really good. It was against. Kazarni, you remember Kazarni? Oh, yeah. Forget yeah. him. Yeah, yes. the clown. Yeah. yeah. So that was my first match. I said, I need a week, he was Dr. A Tom. Freak. Yes, please. Still and that is. Was first match I had. And he, when I, that match was over, he said, That was really, really, really good for your first match. I said, Okay, could I have a week for the next one? And he goes, Kevin, Alex, no. What are you talking about? He goes, this is going to get to the point where you just know it. And eventually it did. But that, I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's a real pro, I think, out there when you get to that level. Yeah, just speaking for my. Because when they, you call, I think the, to go back to East, they, they're too afraid and yeah. it has a lot to do with getting over. Yeah. They don't get what it means to get over. Yeah. They think that six centon splashes. Right. And flying DDTs get them over with the crowd for the moment, for that move. Right. Because they're wrestling for the holy, which is the fans are going to say anytime you kill yourselves. But it makes zero. (laughs) It makes zero sense. And you can't do it every night and walk out of the arena the same. And Mm -hmm. because fans are when they're in the mob, what else you got? What else you got? Yeah. So then first night, it's off the top rope with a flying DDT to Aaron on the floor through a table. So the next night, hey, what do you guys got? Hey, what if Aaron did it to me off a ladder? Right. Okay, great. Then we do it then. So what do we do the next night? Okay, let's stack up five tables and Aaron do it. And eventually, one of us is going to miss. And we're going to mm-hmm. go flying through a table and tear a labrium and tear all this other shit and then out for six months. But we're we're over, and then a guy like Moxie comes out and works a hold all night and gets twice the reaction. You right? Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no one, no one. End of lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. a worker 
and this is something that I took a lot of pride with my feud with Aaron. I don't think we had anything more spectacular than a T-bone and a back body drop. I don't think mm -hmm. we ever went any further than that because the reaction of the crowd dictated we didn't need it because they bought the story. Yeah. They just wanted to see me kick his ass. And we did our best to prolong that. And then when I finally got my hands on him, they didn't care what I did to him as right. long as I did something <laughs> to him because the psychology was there. And then we'll come back and they'll be like, how did you get the crowd like that? Tell them a story. Right. You know, tell them yeah. the story. Well, and a, a part of it, too, is these young guys are afraid to go out there and, quote, unquote, I guess embarrass themselves a little bit. You know what I mean? You, the only way you're going to have a great baby face is if you got a great heel. And if you've got a great heel, you're going to have a great baby face. Heels mm -hmm. nowadays try to be cool. Well, Stone you know Cold I mean? ruined that for everybody. Like, Stone Cold, that's right. Stone Cold's fault. Thanks, Austin. But then you flip over to Aaron, and he goes out there, and he's not afraid to uh, throw. Show my I ass. Guess, yeah, show what your ass. Like, that's yes. what it is. Yeah. Like, and the heat that he's able to generate, young guys nowadays don't, are afraid to put themselves out there to see if that works for them. Well, I, I they think don't want to embarrass themselves. They don't want to, cool. quote, unquote, yeah. look bad. They're playing wrestler. <laughs> I, yes. I, I think to the the heel, right? The heel, and and you know, your job is to be hated, you know, embarrassed, yes. hated. You're supposed to go from town to town and literally have everybody that's watching at home and everybody that's in that arena hate you, you know. And that yes. that takes a that takes a special type of human. But you know, I'm, I'm going to stop you there. Off. But the point of the heel is yeah. the heel is the worker, right? And that's what they forget. The, he leads from underneath. Right. It's yep. his job to make the baby face a star. The problem is, is you have a heel who goes out and he says a bunch of to piss the crowd off. Not hard to do. Right. And then that's where the healing stops because then he has a match that's completely choreographed. He's not underleading anything. Right. Like Arn Anderson is probably when I think of a when I think of a great heel, Ole Anderson, because they worked from underneath. They took an Bobby Eaton. They worked. Yeah, yes. They you hated them, but they could work and they could make anybody look like a million bucks because they knew to work. And whether it was you put a steamboat in there or a Ricky Morton in there or a Lex Luger or a Sting, it was the same thing. They they work so well. Like Arn is always known for how great he is, but when you look at the mistakes he makes in the ring to get the baby face together. Those are the biggest oh God, pops in the match. Right. Like they're always like he always he always works. Him and Ole always cut off the ring. Always. So every time I made a tag, he was either scissors, the guy punches him, he scissors his legs, he makes the tag. Right. There was a spot one time with Sam Houston that I couldn't stop. I couldn't I kept rewinding it. The two of them were beating him up pretty good. They got cocky and did a real high high tag out while they were holding him. Sam rolled out the ring, went around the other side, rolled in and tagged. And Arn and Ole sat there and kicked the ropes and yelled at each other. Be oh. They yep. because they were so good. Now, how many backdrops were in that? None, and that's the that's the thing that like they you don't necessarily have to figure it out now, and that's the sad part. Right. Because the certain companies just want the ah 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 with nothing behind yep. it, and then you end up with the guys who can only work for so long, you know, and then at least the other things because they're too beat up or you know they 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 get a bad attitude because they're they're grizzled every day. 
you know, because they, they don't know how to work. Like we lose the art of the work. And then you yeah. have people like, well, you don't have to work. I'll just do what the agent tells me to do. And, th and that's, and it does work. And I, and I get sometimes the camera angles need to be there and all this kind of stuff. But if you look at the guys who are able to maintain longevity and be successful and have the least amount of injuries, it's the guys who know how to work. But, and then, but what ends up happening is the guys who know how to work end up getting hurt by a sports entertainer <laughs> who just knows spots. Yep. And that's what drives oh. me absolutely crazy. Like, yeah, And I'm not bashing it. It's different. Obviously, I'm from a different era. I like the old stuff. I like to, I like to work a story. I like to, to do that. It's my thing. Does that mean it's going to be what they want to see five years from now? And no, and chances are five years from now, if I'm not sitting at a desk calling a match, I probably won't be out there doing the matches. But – when I look at the stuff that works, it doesn't matter. You put Sergeant Slaughter and Aaron Sheik in any arena, by the end of that match, they're going to be chanting USA, USA, because it just works. Yes, and that, that's what's lost. I mean, I think part of the reason you and I really kind of became friends is when, when, I, when I first got called up on the main roster, like you were the first person I got into a real program with. And for about, like, I'd say a little over two and a half months maybe-ish, but like we did the house shows and like what we did on TV. And I mean, it was old school territory to where like, you know, we were a very strong mid card feud. Yeah. And, um, which you don't have was, anymore. Yeah. I mean, but, but it was kind of cool that we get to go on that ride and get like, Oh, this is what like rude or someone felt like coming up through the ranks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was funny because you get to a point and then they remind you, you know, Oh, you know what? We're going to cut your match from SummerSlam because you know, in the scheme of things, your feud doesn't matter, but it mattered to yeah. us, and it mattered to because when we look, I, I, SummerSlam sucked. Having our match cut, SummerSlam sucked. It was a punch mm -hmm. in the gut because we worked our ass off, and unfortunately, that's the nature of the beast. But when I look at our feud, I always just think of Biloxi and Alabama and California and those sold out house shows that are chanting oh, over a figure four leg, or I'm sorry, figure five. Aaron does the figure <laughs> five, um, and and when I look back at that, I'm like. That was the greatest time. Like that, that feud was my greatest feud because we had so many house shows. We were just allowed yeah. to go out there, and it's always cool when you have an agent like Arn or Mike going, "What do you guys? You know what? Just, yeah. just let me know when it's yeah. over. Yeah. I'll, I'll see yeah. you out there." You know, and and I started slapping the mat when I would splash uh, Aaron, and I remember Jamie Noble says, "What are you doing out there to make them react like that? What are you doing with the mat? What are you doing?" I said, well, "I slapped the mat." He's like, "Keep doing that shit." I never, you know, like, no one else slaps him. I'm like, yeah, just, yeah, you know, but it was like, and it was like, but then you're like, Jamie Noble just came and asked me something. And here's a guy who legit knows 5 million moves to, to everyone else. He's forgotten more than any of us remember. So, you know, and it just, it goes back to, you're not always going to get the nod from the audience of one, but you're, there's also a part of you that's in this business for that crowd reaction. And to be like, sometimes you don't need the nod. Sometimes, you know, no. You know, like, hey, we did good work here. You know why? Because that crowd is still talking about it. You know, and then some one day you'll be somewhere and somebody who was eight years old who came to you will stop you and say, hey, I saw you and Sandow in a match when I was eight and it was the best. You know, and then you're like, you know what? <laughs> Suddenly that match being cut in SummerSlam doesn't mean anymore. You know, and that's what, <clears throat> you know, and I'm hoping I get to that point with my mania thing that to where that doesn't matter anymore. You know, but that's yeah. the, that's the. That's the worker's life, you know, because the sports entertainer is going to win every time. It's mm -hmm. just, that's just the way the world is right now. Doesn't mean it can't go back that way, but it's just the way I it is. I definitely think we have our place in the business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thousands you know what percent. I mean? Yeah. 
I I know a lot of people who love pro wrestling and they they enjoy WWE, but they enjoy the shit out of what we do because there's a part of them that we still bring back in the NWA, in my opinion, an amount of believability because mm-hmm. it is real. Like we are knocking the piss out of each other at times, whereas your sports entertainer isn't nearly as concerned about and that. And not too many talk. people in the crowd want to roll in an NWA ring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. no. No, you know what I mean? Like that's like we have a, a bunch of grown ass men and women that if you saw them outside of the spectrum of pro wrestling, you probably wouldn't be rude to them. Right. No. Even if you, you know didn't know I mean? their pronoun. Yep. <laughs> right. Even if you didn't know their pronoun. But I like that though. Like yeah. that we bring a certain amount of, of that realism to the business that I think we make other people legitimate. That yeah. makes sense. Yep. And speaking yeah. of legitimate, before we go, EC3, we cannot end this oh. show without you plugging the narrative. So where because oh. people are asking. I'm getting I'm getting oh, yeah. asked all the time. Like, how do I get right? Oh, all right, all right. Here we go. Free the narrative, our three feature expose into uh whatever we were doing in wrestling trying to tell stories develop characters have the matches these gentlemen are talking about realistic shot differently in your face action suspense drama character development they're available on pro wrestling tv so that is pro wrestling tv dot live or at pro wtv also you can go to the control your narrative youtube and find it also you can visit me on instagram at the real ec3 or at control your narrative or you can go to control your narrative.com you can go to freeec3.com and for the training join that freeec3.com there we go good folks wow love it <laughs> Yep. That right there. It's what it is. Well, no one else is actually doing anything positive outside of wrestling besides me. So there's no point to plug uh, anything. Uh, uh, Aaron, Aaron, hey, wait a minute. No, I'm just, sorry, I had to remind you. Hey, Ryan. Uh, hey, you have a, hey, Aaron, hey. tell us about the Netflix show. It's a great Netflix show. It's actually, uh, it's called I Think You Should Leave. Oh, and, as do um, we all. Fitting. Yes, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm actually, it's a lot of fun. It was like a comedy one, so I'm uh, happy. Yes, it was a very good, very great, actually great experience with everybody. Congrats, man. All right. All right. Well, for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. This has been The Wiseman. A rise coup episode. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's massively unfair, but life yeah, nah, isn't fair. As I not, text you earlier that's today, right. it's not. Sure. Life's not fair. Label no, it that, and we'll just no. keep it. <laughs> not everybody gets to be a lion. Sometimes you got to be a mouse. Yeah, all right. Well, you know. All right, a mouse. <laughs> I'm the f- lion. Okay, just so you know. I know, all bro. Right. I'll right. see you. Every, right. I see you once a week. Uh, okay. I know. All right. How about it? All right, deuces, <laughs> enough said. <laughs>Kane show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Kane as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts.